Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for a traditional talk show that has a non-traditional approach to helping you improve your life, love, and all things above? Are you ready for a show that would help you shine brighter, live better, and dream even bigger than you have before? Are you ready for a show whose main mission is to change your no-I-can't attitude into yes-I-can action and ultimately yes-I-did accomplishment? Then you are ready for the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Whatever you think, whatever you know, Whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. So get ready for some talk that is always rated R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. The Real Talk with Tanya White Show. Are you ready?
if you haven't guessed, that is our October theme. I'm coming out of this. Out of what you say? Out of spiritual warfare, out of depression, out of a frustrating friendship. We starting our three-part series tonight, and we're kicking it off with spiritual warfare. And we have the prophetic and dynamic Pastor Ruth Lofton from Louisville, Kentucky, on deck to talk about uh, this topic, spiritual warfare, from a brand new book. You're not crazy. You're not dreaming. And also, we have the dynamic diva herself, Miss Denise Bowles, and she's in our Boast About Your Book segment tonight on Real Talk with Tanya White. We want to say thank you to everybody who's tuning in in chat and online. If you're new to Real Talk with Tanya White, we kick real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. We are rated R on this show for being real, relevant, and refreshing, and we talk about everything from money to marriage, ministry to uh, friendship to losing weight. We talk about it all, any topic that helps you to enhance your life so that you can live your best life. And we want to thank all our first-time uh, our listeners in. We welcome you. We want you to participate in chat and call in at the appropriate time at 347 215 Listen, this is going to be a dynamic show. We may not get all of it in, but we are definitely going to get uh, talk about what you need tonight. And so I am so excited. Each month we try to have a theme, and today our theme, I'm coming out of this, uh, is our October theme. I don't know about you, but sometimes during this point of the year, all hell has broken loose. Uh, you get frustrated. Sometimes you get stuck in a rut and you don't know what to do, but sometimes you just simply got to tell yourself, I'm coming out of this. And if nothing else, just saying those words help you to make the steps to come out of whatever it is you need to come out of. Uh, and so that is our monthly theme. Diana Ross kicked it off. That's going to be our opening theme every night for the next three weeks. And if you listen to the words, you cannot help but jump for joy because Diana Ross, I won't say it, I want the world to know. And I got a letter show that I'm coming out. There's a new me coming out. And uh, I just get excited. I was 10 years old when that song first came out. But that song today still has relevant meaning to my life and certain situations that I'm going through. So I'm excited tonight. I'm excited to have Denise on. I'm excited to have Pastor Ruth on. I'm excited to have our co-host, uh, Reverend Nicole Barnes on, who will co come join us in a very few minutes. Uh, if you're new to uh, Real Talk with Tanya White, we encourage you to visit TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A, white is in the color dot com. Check out the website. Sign up for Tanya's Tips. It is a monthly newsletter that gives you tips for today to transform your tomorrow. Catch Real Talk with Tanya White every Monday night. is our new night every Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, listen, you all, guys, we try to have fun. We try to give you uh, tips for your life and trying to just move you forward to where you need to be to, uh, be at. And so tonight um, we want you to listen to the guests. Uh, tune in to um, check out their website. And if you have a question, if you want prayer, uh, call 347-215-6446. Uh, I hope this is our co-host. Let's bring her on before we bring on Miss Denise uh, Bodes, who's going to talk about her book tonight. But, Nicole? Yes, hello, Tanya White. Hello, Nicole Barnes. How are you doing? I am doing well. I want to thank you so much for allowing me to join you on my favorite radio show. Oh. And uh, I am ready to roll. <laughs> Listen, I'm coming out month. We kicked it off with the boss herself, Diana Ross. And I don't know if you listen to those words, girl, you just can't help but get excited. You just sometimes you got to tell yourself, I'm coming out. Uh, even right. though you don't feel like coming out, you just got to say, I'm coming out. Uh, whatever it is you're coming out. So tonight we're talking about spiritual warfare, but Nicole, tell our audience who you are before we bring Ms. Denise Bowles on. Hello, audience. I am a Reverend Nicole Barnes, and I'm a minister of the gospel, and I am just passionate about loving individuals, impacting communities, and changing a generation through the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I'm just your sister, uh, just fighting the good fight of faith and winning because God is on my side. And so I'm so happy to join you today and look forward to a phenomenal show. Thank you, Tanya. Listen, it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be power-packed. People yes. are going to get delivered. They're going to get strengthened. Yes. 
So I'm excited. We're going to bring on Denise Bowles for our Boast About Your Book segment. She's been on before, but we want to bring her on because she has a powerful message uh, that's helping African Americans in particular just be who they are called to be. So welcome to the show once again, Ms. Denise. How are you? Hi, Ms. Tanya. Hi, Ms. Nicole. Good evening, and thank you so much for having me back, Diva Tanya. This has been a wonderful opportunity. And you know what's on my office wall? The one sentence, the one card I look at every day, because I can. I got that from your book. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ms. Denise. Tell tell our audience who you are, and then we're going to talk about your wonderful book. Oh, hi. Yeah, I'm Denise Bowles. I'm a single black mom. My son, Jordan, is 20 years old, and he's a junior in college, and I'm very happy for him. I'm a medical social worker, a parent advocate, and parent educator, and I've written a book, which we're going to talk about here tonight with Ms. Tanya White. Yes, we're going to talk about it. Now, tell us the title of your book. My book is called Raising Princes to Be Kings, A Single Black Mother's Guide to Raising Her Black Son. Mm-hmm. So real relevant and refreshing topic. Now, what, let me just go here, what, why aren't we raising our, particularly African-American males, to be the kings that they are destined to be? What's happening right now? Well, what's happening is our parents today are distracted, they're distressed, they're disenfranchised. And, you know, we are still living in the results of slavery many, many generations down the road. And our children aren't getting a lot of our attention, especially our black boys. We're not listening to them. And they they have something to say, and we are just not listening. And we are allowing the church, we are allowing the schools, we are allowing the basketball coach, we are allowing the parole officer, we are allowing prison, we are allowing everyone else to raise our sons except for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you're so wow. true. How can we get how can we get back to what parenting is supposed to be, which is supposed to nurture and train up in a, ch- a child in the way they should go? Because you talk about the distractions, but I'm just I'm just a firm believer if God blessed you to be a parent, um then there's certain responsibilities that you need to step up into. And so how can we get back to that? Miss Tanya, that's an excellent question. And you know something as a parent And as a spiritual person, I have to say to parents out there, in order to get back to the basics, you have to make some sacrifices. You have to remove yourself from the world and from worldly things and focus on this blessing that you have been given, the investment of your children. That's what the focal point is. When I raised my son uh, from the time he was born and I took him home from the hospital by myself, you know, I gave up. Things. I, I left the world, and I focused on my son. I didn't think about going out partying. I didn't think about getting tips and fills and weaves and, and all this other stuff. I didn't think about going to this one's house and keeping up with the Joneses. I didn't think about putting myself financially above my means. I focused on raising my child in the most simple, secure sanctuary called our home. And, and I think parents really have to understand that parenting is a sacrifice. It, on the average, it costs $284,000 to raise a child. They don't tell you that. Wow. Say that again, Denise. $284,000 it costs to raise a child today. They don't wow. tell you that in the hospital. No one mentions that at that cute little baby shower you got. Oh, but no. it takes a lot to raise children. Wow. Yes, that, wow. that's amazing. I never heard it broken down that way, uh, but it does take money to raise a healthy and productive child. Um, and you right. said two hundred and eighty-four thousand. That's wow. right, and that does not include college. Mm. That's mm. not. Yes. My goodness. So you know, you want your children to have the best advantage on the playing field, then you have to make sure that your children have the resources and you have to be ready, willing, and able to make sacrifices and leave worldly things behind only for a short time until Mm. your child is old enough and has the best possible chance of getting out there in the world and making a positive impact. That's what parents want. That's the objective. But unfortunately, with the distractions and the distress, that's going on out here. We're getting roommates for parents. We're getting pals who are parents. We're getting everything but accountability. Wow. Denise, can I ask a question? 
Yes, yes. ma'am. Yeah, uh, you had uh, mentioned earlier, you know, of course you're talking about the um, distractions and, and the sacrifice, and I applaud you. I was wondering, is there an element of fear for some parents? Because what I notice with women who are raising sons is that um, there seems to be a little bit of intimidation, and so they buy them by getting them shoes or kind of letting them do what they want to do. Could there be an element of fear for some females who are raising their sons or That's intimidation? That's a phenomenal question also. You ladies are on it tonight. And, yes, that is an element in parenting because single parents hold a lot of guilt. They feel that their children and themselves are at a deficit because the father, for whatever reason it might be, is not in the home. So they tend to overcompensate by allowing boundaries to be blurred, by buying and being very materialistic parents, and also buying into the fear of society telling them that they cannot raise their children alone, which in essence, in my book, which is a book based on empowerment, Women are not raising their children alone. The crossing guard, the cafeteria lady, the pediatrician, the neighbor, so many people are contributing to that mother raising her child, but if society keeps telling you you are alone, you're going to start to believe it. And that fear does come in, Pastor Nicole. So that's a very relevant question. Wow. And what's, what does some of that fear look like, Denise? Because we know it's we know it's real. Some people may be saying, oh, you know, she's got it all together. She had her head on, on right. But... Of course you had some fear as a single mother. So what does that look like, and how do you, uh, you know, fight past that fear? Well, you know, I'm writing from experience, listeners. I want you to know I did not have it all together as a single mom. I had to work at it, and okay. I wrote my mistakes in my book to help other single black moms not go down the same road, to empower them. And what are some of those elements of fear? Anger, profanity. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, time management, beating mm. your child, not paying attention wow. to what's happening in your child's school, downright neglect, having your child being fed from a microwave, wow. not knowing your child's teacher's names. Mm. It's my language right there, Denise. <laughs> so those, those are the things that, that, that bring up the fear because your parents are so focused on the objective so far in front of them, they're not paying attention to what's right in front of them, and that is the needs of their children. Our children are the best 401K plan, the best investment, the best stock, the best black diamonds we could ever have. Mm -hmm. Say it, Denise. Yeah. Mm. And we don't see that. You know, our children can grow up from a seed, and they can become the strong trees that give us fruit and give us shade, but Mm. we don't understand that. Yeah, and you said something that everybody's looking at the the big picture, not paying attention to those little steps, like being active in your child's school, uh, showing up. Uh, yes, you, you may not have the money, uh, so you think right now, but it's that quality time that you're spending with your child, that quality time that you're imparting wisdom, imparting worth at, work ethic, imparting, uh, you yes. know, responsibility that they need to be productive healthy emotionally, physically, and socially citizens in this world. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely, absolutely. And I did not have a lot of money. I had a job skill, but mm-hmm. I did not have a lot of money. I was on welfare. I did receive food stamps. I did get those WIC checks. Mm-hmm. You know, I had evictions. I had my car repossessed. I owe the IRS. I had bankruptcies. You name it, as a single mom, I've been there. I've been through it. Wow. And that's why I wrote the book, in order to tell other women, you are not alone. There are other women out there just like you going through the exact same things. But there is empowerment in unity. There is empowerment in awareness. And my book speaks to and with a mother, not at her. I'm not preaching to her. I'm right there with her. If you open my book, I'm right there talking to you talking to you about sometimes you feel isolated. Some women lose friends when they have a baby because their single friends yes. just handle it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, Denise, we, we, we don't have to have you on for a whole hour. but Because yeah, I have lots t- of questions, Tanya. Yes. You really blessed me. <laughs> yes. Now, now, our theme is I'm coming out of this. How can a single parent come out of the fear and become the the parent of responsibility and raise a child uh, not only a, bl- a black male, but a child, uh, a girl, to be the lady that she's destined to be. Give us three quick, uh, surefire tips that we can, uh, that single mothers 
And, you know, those uh, spiritual mothers around them can use too. Well, first of all, you have to have faith. You have to have faith that God has given you this child, and he's never going to leave you, number one. Number one, you've got to have faith. Number two, you have to understand that you and your child are a team, and you have to work together as a team. That way you are more successful. That child may look like the absentee dad. That child may not do the things you want them to do, but still be a team. Still be a team. And understand, thirdly, that whatever you want your child to grow up and be, you yourself first have to demonstrate it. So Thank you. Yes. You have to get it together yourself before you expect your child to get it together. Mm, mm, mm. So those are my three points, and that's what I live by. I pulled myself up out of the failed marriage I had. I pulled myself up out of being the angry black woman being, you know, ambivalent and negative and all those. I pulled myself up and said, wait a minute, I want better things for my son and I. And mm. I got rid of that old stuff so I can speak from experience. Wow. Where can somebody uh, go to purchase your book? And uh, do you do counseling or coaching? Oh, yes. I do a lot of workshops and I do a lot of counseling and coaching. I have a, a fan book page on Facebook for Raising Princes to Be Kings. My webpage is www.boldlioness.com. My book is for sale for 19.95 at amazon.com as well, and I would really love to hear from anyone who would like to schedule a seminar, workshop, or a mom who really just wants to get in touch with me and talk to me. She can go to my webpage and send me an email or through Facebook. So I'm always available because I think if we if we reach out to these moms and get them to see that I am just like her, I'm not these celebrity moms that you see out here writing these celebrity columns about motherhood and stuff. I'm right here with you. I've been on that other side of the desk. I've been a domestic violence survivor. So I know exactly what they're going through. You have been through some things and you came out of it with your hands up, Denise, because uh, your website, Bold Lioness, I can hear that in your voice. So yes. visit Denise Bold yes. at boldlioness.com. Get her book. Wow. Get all the services that she has to offer. Denise, we're definitely going to have you back for an hour. Yes, I just joined you on Facebook also. <laughs> Thank you so much. And forevermore, give God the glory. Thank you so much, ladies. Yes. Thank you. You have a blessed night, and we'll follow up with you later. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. If you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, that was Denise Bowles in our Boast About Your Book segment. She she gave some a, a lot of points in that short period of time, Nicole. And uh, Tanya, you've got to have her back. Yeah, I am I, so curious because I think this is a I think the raising our males in our in the families. I think it's an epidemic in the black household, yes. um, African American household, and for a sister to be that vulnerable and to share that she's been on welfare and she's old IRS and food. I mean, just to show us where she's been and where she is now, I have more questions, and I think she'll help a lot more parents. Yes, but she said Um, something so key. She made a choice to be responsible and step up and be the parent that she was supposed to be. And and when she talks about her sacrifices, and, I mean, I don't have children, but I know that it takes sacrifice to really raise a child in the way that they should go. I admire her. I don't know her, uh, Mm -hmm. but I admire her, and I'm going to get to know her because I want to promote what she's doing in the kingdom of God and also in the African-American community. Yes, thank you. a lot of great things. Listen, Nicole. We have Pastor Ruth Lofton on, but before we bring her on, we're going to have to take a break because she's going to come out punching, I know. I know, Um, that's right. So we're going to take a brief break. Pastor Ruth, we see you on. Start praying, uh, Pastor, and uh, we're going to take a a brief music break, and then we're going to come back. Nicole's going to introduce Pastor Ruth, and then we're going to talk about how to come out of this thing called spiritual warfare. Absolutely. Hey! 
Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. In our series, I'm coming out of this, and tonight we're talking about spiritual warfare. But if you missed Denise Bowles and I boast about your book uh, segment, you need to listen to the archives. We're going to bring on Pastor Ruth, but Nicole, in three yes. words, I want you to sum up who Pastor Ruth is. A mover, a shaker, and a motivator. Uh, that's it. Three words. Those are three words, and you want to find out. Right now, as we welcome Pastor Ruth Lofton to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Hello, Pastor Ruth. How are you? God bless you. God bless you. I am great, and God is good. Yes, he yes, is. That's he is. not just cliche. He is good, and yes, he, he is, is good to me. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Ruth, for being on the show tonight. Our theme is I'm coming out of this, and we're talking about spiritual warfare. Uh, we're just going to get right into your book, You're Not Crazy. You're not dreaming. Why That's did it. you write this book on such a a, a powerful and a, a kind of scary topic for most people to talk about? Yes, it is. For the average person, it is scary. We don't want to. I don't understand it because we'll go to the movies and we'll sit in our house and we'll watch scary movies. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the church, when it comes to the spiritual, when we talk about Satan, we want him to be that that what we see on the movies, but he's much realer than that. Mm-hmm. If really is even a word, but he is real, yeah. and he's powerful. Mm-hmm. But we're afraid because to whom much yeah. is given, much is required. And so a lot of us don't want to do anything but show up on Sunday morning and listen to the choir and put our dollar in the tide envelope and hear the preacher perform and then we go home, and that's it. But it's much more than that. We are on the battlefield for real. Mm-hmm. And if you visit drruthmlofton.com, you'll see she's in her war clothes. And you said <laughs> it, it's, it's nothing to play with. you got to be ready to fight and come Amen. out victorious uh, when, you, when you're living. Because sometimes life is warfare itself, just living everyday life. Now, you talk Absolutely. about seven different powers that Satan tries to have over every believer. Can you? Oh, just- he does. Don't talk about all seven, Pastor Ruth. Just give us about three because we want people to buy this book as a tool. (laughs) Well, he has, uh, first of all, the spirit of uh, the power of voice, his voice. See, the Bible says that uh, uh, God's sheep know his voice. But even in in the church house when we give our testimonies, we talk about what Satan said and Satan did. How can we know what Satan said except we know his voice? And we know Mm -hmm. his voice is familiar to us because he used to be our father. Amen. We used to follow him. We used to do whatever he told us to do. Glory to God. And that it's a shame, but his voice is still so familiar to us. Amen. And and Mm. at times we, the saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, the one that's stands every Sunday and gives the testimonies, we still listen to his voice and we still yes. follow him and still do the things he tells us to do. And I hear somebody saying, no, no, I don't. Yes, you do because you still hate your sister. Mm. Mm. Glory mm. to God. Come You're on. still walking in unforgiveness and bitterness, and that's not of God. It's of the devil. So we still obey his voice. And then there's that, that power of imagination that he has. Mm. He knows how to paint a picture. Maybe he knows how to put it in 3D. Oh, yes, he Come does, on. because when we when we look at the commercial, I'll give you an example, the man that does the Old Spice commercial, oh, we uh-huh. imagine being with him. He said, look at your man, then mm-hmm. look at me. Mm-hmm. Look back at your man, then look at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. And we have to admit, brother, it's fine, but if you look too long, your <laughs> imagination runs wild. Come on, somebody. Yes. Right. Tell the truth. Uh-huh. And then there's that spirit of of influence. He can influence us to do some things, and I know he can. How many times have we said this? I can't believe I did that. Why? Because you were influenced by the enemy. Praise God. Amen. Judas was influenced to betray Jesus. And how Mm. could he do it? We would say, see, we want to be judgmental, but we could have been Judas too. And sometimes we are Judas. Amen. We trade for some silver. Mm. What have we traded him for? Glory to God. But he walked with him. He sat at his feet. He saw the miracle signs and wonders. He saw the deliverances. But still yet, he was only worth 30 pieces of silver because the Mm. spirit of influence, mm, backed by the spirit of deceit, came upon him. And there he went. So Satan does. Amen. Amen. He has power. Mm. Power. Yeah. Power of voice, imagination, which is strong. And yeah. influence. 
Uh, you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, Pastor Ruth Lofton is on, and she's gone into it, talking about spiritual warfare from her book, You're Not Crazy, You're Not Dreaming. Nicole, you can go ahead and ask Pastor Ruth a question. Yes. Well, I know that when you started off, you talked about how people are fearful of this and people don't want to talk about it. But you know, Dr. Ruth, uh, when you were writing your book and we were just collaborating, we know that this is real because how many stories have you seen on TV where people are contacting ghost hunters and enchanters and sorcerers and psychics and soothsayers, and people are often looking for uh, deliverance in other places. But, you know, Dr. Ruth, one of the things I love about your book is that you let people know that true deliverance is not found in those other places, you know? No, it's not. But no, that it's is not. found through Jesus Christ. And tell us about some of the testimonies. I know that people have contacted you and telling you they were not able to tell anybody, you know, what they have been going through. I have found many women have been raped. I myself, in 1990, I believe it was, uh, was raped by the devil, and it, he comes through what we call to be dreams, but it's not dreams. We must understand that even when the physical body is asleep, the spirit never sleeps, and so the war is in the spirit. Glory to God. And I, I was raped in 1990, even as a minister of the gospel, and it was mm-hmm. so devastating and so real that I almost lost my mind behind it. For seven mm-hmm. days, I could not stand to be around the people of God. For mm-hmm. seven days, the word Word of God hurt my ears, but little did I know that God had poured out an anointing upon me to set the captives free, to heal the sick, and to cast out demons. Glory to God! And Satan did not want me to know that. And and I have the scars. I had scars on my stomach from the mm. inside out, where his claws, his hands went down my stomach when he got up, and it was so real. And I have found. And you know, about a week after that, uh, a lady came to me and she said, "I know what happened to you." And I I said, you don't know what happened to me. She said, yes, I do. And it made me angry. I said, you couldn't possibly know what happened to me. And she said these mm-hmm. words. She said, yes, I do. And you're not even supposed to be here. You're supposed to be in a mental institution. And all I could do mm-hmm. was cry because I knew that she knew what she was talking about. And so I've ran across many women uh, through the writing of this book that have been raped and have said, thank you for writing it because I've been holding this for years and would mm. not tell anybody because I did not want anybody to think I was crazy. But I want right. any woman listening uh, tonight, praise God, if this has happened to you. There have been times when women have come to try and rape me. He has sent that lesbian spirit after me. Praise God. Mm. Hallelujah. And, honey, I mm. like me and glory to God. I mean, people <laughs> saying, but a little bit of difference. But, baby, I thank God for the little bit of difference. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And so he has sent even women to try and rape me. Glory to God. So if you're out there tonight and you have been raped by the devil, I want you to know that you're not crazy and you're not dreaming what you felt. Amen. What you heard, it was so real. And and, and the mere fact that you're still here and you're alive, praise God, it tells me that you have been called for a great purpose. Amen. You are going to Mm -hmm. be mighty in the kingdom of God. And you tell Satan he's a liar. You are a survivor. And you be healed in the name of Jesus. And I agree with you right now that you are healed. Your mind is healed. Your heart is healed. Your emotion is healed in Jesus' name. And you study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightfully dividing the word of truth, and you learn everything you can learn about your enemy because he knows everything about you, and you fight him with everything you've got because you are more than a conqueror in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. 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 Can I say one thing? I'm sorry. When you said that, Pastor, you're on a roll. And you talked about fear also, not only about being raped, but how late in the midnight hour, how a spirit would just hover over you, and it's almost like you couldn't move. Now, I know I've had many testimonies of people that deal with that, that crippling fear. And can you deal with that a little bit for somebody out there who is just gripped and paralyzed by yeah. the spirit of fear? Yes, there are so many people in the, in the body of Christ yes, that ma'am. have a spirit of fear. They're afraid of the dark, afraid to go out of the house. I, I went online one time and looked at all the different phobias, and I looked at so many of them, some I couldn't even pronounce. But I said, this is nothing more than the devil. This should not even yes. exist, all these phobias. How are you going to be afraid to come out of the house? Why are you afraid of the dark? But see, a lot of this starts when you are children. And let me say this to the parents. Stop jumping out on your children, scaring them, because all yes, you're doing ma'am. is open up the door to the spirit of fear. 
And when mm. your child comes and tells you that they've seen monsters and demons and shadows in their room in, in their dreams, they're not telling you a lie. They're telling you the truth, and it means they have a divine call on their lives because before we're formed in the belly of our mother's womb, God knows us. He sanctifies us. He sets us apart to be prophets unto many nations. Praise God. Many of you are doing great work. And so when that child comes to that parent and says, Mommy, I've seen this, I heard this, and the first thing we say is, Oh, boy, oh, girl, it was just a bad dream. Go somewhere, go uh-huh. lay down. And what you've done, you've opened that door for Satan to come in and put in that spirit of fear. Also, the spirit of rejection because you rejected what they yeah. said. You called them a liar. Now they can't trust you because you you didn't believe what they said to you. And so you've opened the door for Satan to come in. And he will come in because children, for the most part, are open targets. They don't know how to fight. And yeah. that's why it's important for us to pray much for our children. We have no business letting our children go out in the morning to school without praying over them. You have Amen. no business letting them go to bed at night without anointing them with oil and praying over them. Teach your children how to pray and how to fight Satan because he's after our children. Glory to God. He wants to uh, destroy Amen And abort the plan of God For this next generation Because they are The uh, Joshua generation And they Mm -hmm. will go in They are not Generation X Stop telling your children That they're bad They're not bad They just got energy And you don't know How to channel it properly In the name of Jesus Come on A lot of us Praise God, it came from childhood, being fearful. So now we grow up, we're scared of the water, we're scared of dark, we're scared yeah. to have relationships, we're scared of everything. But everything. I tell you, right. God didn't give you the spirit of fear. He gave you power, love. He gave you a sound mind. Ain't nothing wrong with your mind. You may have given people a piece of it for years, but, baby, you got enough left of it that you can have it renewed. Amen. It can have Amen. the mind of Christ. Amen. Amen. Pastor Ruth, you talked about uh, rejection. Mm. If you do not uh, get delivered from that or get healed from that, uh, it can literally destroy your life in adulthood. How? First of all, this is two parts. What exactly is rejection and what does it look like from uh, when we first introduced to it? And then what what about three or four uh, signs uh, our actions that we do to let us know that we're still uh, operating under a spirit of rejection. Praise God. The spirit of rejection, praise God, it starts a lot of times when, when you are a child. Praise mm-hmm. God. Amen. And for me, when my mom and dad were going through, praise God, uh, we were tossed back and forth between my mother and, and my dad and my uh, grandparents. And so for for me, it meant that I was not wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It meant, praise God, that I was cast aside, that I was abandoned or forsaken, you know, left behind and walked out on. That's what it means. And so when that happens to you, you grow up, praise God, and you become isolated and withdrawn totally from people, from, mm-hmm. from everybody. Even as a child, uh, you are that quiet child that stays mm-hmm. to uh, his or herself. You're afraid to make friends for fear mm-hmm. of people rejecting you, praise God. It's mm-hmm. hard for you to trust anybody because you afraid that they're going to leave you and walk away from you. It's hard for you to receive compliments uh and gifts for fear that people have hidden motives that they want something from you. And then the other thing that you do, you go out of your way to please people. And when you do that, you lose yourself. You know, I think about Leah in the Bible. She wanted to be loved so bad. And just because she had a lazy eye, a cock eye, some kind, something was wrong with her eye, praise God. Mm-hmm. And it was not the woman, amen, <laughs> amen, that he wanted. Praise God. But she wanted right. to be loved so bad. She had all those babies trying to please that man. But I'll tell any woman, a baby ain't never kept a man, never will. Because when he's ready right. to go, he's going. Glory to God. And so she was rejected. Praise God. Mm. And so we have a lot of women today that are walking around suffering from that spirit of rejection. And they're going out of the way, and they had so many men. I, hello, I'm one of them. I'll tell it all, baby. I done slept with 125 men, and mm-hmm. I think it might have been more than that. I stopped counting a long time ago. But now I got one that belonged to me. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So Amen. I, 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 I feel the woman at the well. Yes, he will. Yes. He'll make you a virgin all over again. Yes, he will. But I think that's I one of Yes. Go ahead. 
Go no, ahead. I was just thinking that was one of the most powerful things about your book is that you were so vulnerable in letting people know how doors got open in your life. And so that's when you said that because there's somebody out there who's saying God can't use me because I have done this and I've slept with, I've slept with 130 men or whatever <laughs> the situation may be, but you are an example of God's restoration power. Yes. Come on, honey, I've done everything. I'll tell any woman listening today, it don't matter what you've done. It don't matter where you've been. If there's a call in your life, God's going to get the glory anyhow. And see, some of us he's not going to be able to use because we're so sanctified in our sanctification. We're so holy in our holiness. Uh, we're so right. heavenly minded that we're no earthly good. And we want everybody to think we were born saved, praise God. But I wasn't born saved. I was born in iniquity. Glory mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. And I've done everything. And not only have I slept with a hundred and over hundred men. I've had four abortions. I done stole. I done shoplifted. Baby, I done smoked dope. I done drunk enough liquor. I don't even know why I got a liver or a kidney. Praise mm-hmm. God. I done smoked enough. Found out uh, a few months ago that I done done some acid. Didn't even know I did acid. I don't know what I thought I was taking. But I still hear glory to God. And God is the glory out of my life. And I'll stand yes, naked is. and unashamed before anybody so that somebody can be saved and know Hallelujah. that there is hope for them. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Mm. Now, Pastor Ruth, somebody may be listening out there right now, and they know they're in the midst of spiritual warfare. But can you explain exactly what warfare looks like? Because some people think it's this big, chaotic uh, rigmarole that you go through. But sometimes spiritual warfare is just the quiet, still stuff that happens in your life. Mm. How Spiritual warfare at its best is when you are asleep. When that when that devil comes in on you when you are asleep through what man would call a dream, you've got to know how to come up out of it because I'm telling you, there are things that can happen to you while you are asleep that if you don't know how to fight, let me tell you, if your spirit don't, if you haven't fed your spirit and your spirit doesn't know how to call on the name of Jesus, if you don't know how to say the blood of Jesus is against you, the Lord rebukes you, Satan, praise yeah. God, some of the stuff will scare you so bad in your sleep that you will have a heart attack and die. Yeah. Mm. Oh, glory to God. And then when you are alive, when you're not alive, praise God, when you are awake, amen, you have to operate in the gift of discernment, amen, because everything stands before you, amen, it's not human flesh. Some of that stuff is spirit covered in flesh. Praise God. Mm. A lot of women have slept with demons unaware. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Mm. And gotten an impartation, and now they're running around here crazy and don't know why. Amen. Mm. It comes in all different they shapes and forms. Mm. Oh, come on now. Hallelujah. So you've got to know how to fight, and, and people don't think that they need to know how to pray in the Spirit. If we didn't need to know how to pray in the Spirit, then you wouldn't have said, come praying in the in the Holy Ghost, building up yeah. your faith. Amen. Praying in the Holy Ghost. And that yeah. means in tongues. You need a prayer language. Amen. Whether you got it or not, you can still go to heaven if you say, but baby, that's the way you fight in the Spirit. When you start letting those tongues come forth and you allow the Holy Spirit to pray through you, you can go into some realms of the Spirit that you yeah. can't go praying in the natural. And I'm, I'm so sick of hearing religious folk pray those same old dead prayers that have no power, trying to send mm. God here and send God there when he's told us to go. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. We have power. He's given us all power. Yeah. I'm sick of church cliches. The Satan only has the power we give him. No, we don't have no power to give him. He already has power. Mm-hmm. The word of God says, I have given unto you all power over the power of the enemy, praise God, that you can tread on serpents and scorpions. It, it means anything that comes against you, you've got the power, the authority, and dominion to come against it and defeat it. So you've got to be equipped. You've got to put on the full arm of God, and we've got over 20 weapons, and I'm going to give you a few of them. you got your weapon of prayer, your weapon of fasting, which most of us ain't going to do. you got your weapon <laughs> of praise and worship. you got the word of God that is the sword of the spirit. Watch this. you got the weapon, the number one powerful weapon is the weapon of obedience. How do I know? Job had it. He obeyed God. He loved God. He reverenced God. He eschewed evil. He wanted nothing to do with it. And Job lacked in no area of his life. And when the enemy was able to come in, it was because God let him in. But we're letting the devil in, in every door and every window, because we won't operate in obedience. And then the weapon of faithfulness, mm, glory to God. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, there's some more weapons, but I ain't going to tell you about my name. 
That's right. Go right now to drrookmlofton.com and get this book. Uh, There's a lot that we will never get the the whole scope of why you need this book or what's in this book. But, Dr. Ruth, we are running out of time. We've got about three minutes. I want you to really explain to people uh, why it is necessary, it is essential for them to fight and come out victorious when they're in warfare, because there is a purpose for your warfare. But some people just give up or say, you know, I'm not going to win. But why should we keep fighting with the determination to come out victorious? The purpose for you being victorious in your warfare is because you have a destiny. Yes. Amen. Amen. Abort your destiny. And let me tell you, woman of God, man of God, if you're listening, Praise God. In the next two years, hear me by the Spirit, in the year Mm. 2011, in the year 2012, so many of us that will fight the good fight of faith are going to walk into our destiny. As a matter of fact, see, we want to talk about time and season. Well, you go ahead and have your time. You go ahead and have your little season because it runs out. Snuggle Blanket <laughs> has its season, and nobody's buying it now except in the big lot marked down. Come on, somebody. And your time, <laughs> praise God, but you're headed toward your now. Your destiny Hallelujah. is your now. give you two quick examples. Uh, Oprah, I don't know what God she serves, but she's in her now. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Amen. And Oprah don't never have to worry about buying nothing, paying nobody, and nothing else no more. She's got enough money to last her and to give to somebody when she leaves this earth. Let me take it into the spiritual. Billy Graham is in his now, has been in his now for a long time. And even in his 90s, as feeble as he is, if he goes to a stadium, he'll pack it out. So mm-hmm. you've got to fight the good fight. Get equipped. Fight that to devil with everything now. you got because he's trying to abort your now. That's what you want mm. now. You don't want season. You want now. And now is when time and season collide and God stands up and says, you've been faithful over the little. I now make you rule over much. Hallelujah. Enter into the floor of your now. Glory. Glory. Walk in your now. Not your season, Ooh. but your now. Because your now is unending. But yes. seasons come to a close. But your now yes. is continuous. Mm-hmm. And it always blesses somebody even after you leave the earth. Yes. 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 Wow. Time and season collide. This is the mm-hmm. type of lessons that go on at the glory. She's a pastor and founder of Shekinah Glory uh, Christian Fellowship in Louisville, Kentucky. And this type of teaching and this type of anointing is what goes on every week. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ruth, thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes. God bless you. Our our email address is um, the upper room at yahoo yahoo dot com. D a u p a r o o m at yahoo dot com. I'm on Facebook, and uh, they're still working on the website. And my daughter's trying to set set up the FacePal. What is it? Pal? Whatever. It is. PayPal. 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 I don't set FacePal. I don't put two of them together. <laughs> And uh, try, uh, putting us on uh, Amazon.com because we don't know anything about all that. We just love to preach the gospel and to inform God's people. But they're working on all that. But email us. Holler at us. We'd be glad to talk to you. Yeah, and we're in the uh, – I put it up in the chat, Dr. Ruth M. Lofton. You can still go to the page even though everything is not finished and get that information, Dr. Yes, Ruth. Quickly, I... leave us with uh, why we should come – why we should continue to fight on. You already told us, but why? What do you? What is God telling us in the midst of our warfare, what we should do? What is he teaching us? Your very life depends upon your warfare. Yes. And even as you fight, here's the secret, baby. He's getting things out of you. Mm. Yes. He's perfecting you. He's perfecting you. He's bringing you to a place of maturity that you will lack no good thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm right talking there, about Pastor. spiritually Because he told us greater works shall we do than he did So if he cast out demons, if he healed the sick If he fed the hungry, if he clothed the naked We're supposed to do the same thing And so we're finding Hallelujah. out who we are, who he is And truly who the devil is through our fight of warfare Wow mm-hmm. Pastor Ruthie, you have been a, a tremendous divine blessing tonight And if you want more of what Pastor Ruth has to offer us, get her book, You're Not Crazy, You're Not Dreaming. Yeah. Visit her, drruthmlofton.com. If you need prayer, visit their website. They have everything laid out for you for prayer. If you want her to come uh, speak at an event, if you need 
Council Deliverance yes. is the uh, woman for the job. We love you, Pastor yes. Ruth, and we're going to follow we up with you later. You. Amen. God bless you. And and pray much for us. We need to get this book in the hands of 30 million people. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Pray Amen. Amen. a blessing to the saints of God. Yes. Yes, yes. Amen. Thank you. We'll so agree much. with you on that. All right then. Amen. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow, this was um if you ain't determined to come out of your warfare <laughs> now, um, we're gonna pray yeah. for you because you've got everything that you need. You know why you in warfare, why you should come out, what it looks like, and if you still don't understand, you really need to get this book. This is not a quick read. This is this no. is a learning tool Absolutely. that you will go back to over and over again. We didn't even get to talk about the seven types of attacks and uh, wow. a good depth of things that um, that are in this book. Reverend Nicole, what do you have? Uh, well, I, I I'm just thinking about uh, when you ask her the question, "Why fight?" and she said, "Your very life depends on it." Yeah. And just adding to that my generation, my legacy of my children and my children's children. Because, Tanya, we've been hearing for years about generational curses because yeah. once things are not dealt with, it just trickles down poverty, um, you know, uh, just all type of spirits of promiscuity, uh, just mental health issues. Right. And, and it trickles down. And so it's not just even about me, but it's about my children and my children's children. And, uh, I mean, that was just, that was just powerful. I mean, mm-hmm. you can just feel the passion, and, and she has lived that, and she has walked through that. And people wow. are coming to her, you know, just talking about their experiences, and, and it's time to come out. It's time to be it, free. Listen, I, and real talk with Tanya White, I just don't give little phrases and cliches. I pray no. and say, Lord, what, what do you have? And he said, October is the month I'm coming out of this month. Praise and God. So, Praise um, God. I'm coming out of what? Whatever your, this is. And some of us deal with warfare. We're talking about depression next week. And uh, yes. the next week we're talking about frustrating friendships. But there's so much of this that a lot of us are stuck into. But if you hear nothing else that Pastor Ruth said, and this is what blessed me, don't walk into your season, walk into your now. Woo! Walk into your now. I like I'm going that. To, that I'm great. going to write that on my wall <laughs> yes. now. Now is now. a sense of urgency and immediacy. And, uh, yes. yes, we've heard so long, I'm, I'm walking into my season. But like Pastor Ruth said, season's in. But now they change. it's continuous. We just <laughs> shifted into fall from last week. I had on flip-flops and exactly. then I had on boots. So exactly. definitely. So and even that spirit of fear, Tanya, excuse me, I'm sorry, even that spirit of fear, because there are many saints, you may not have been raped by the devil, you may not have seen demons in your sleep, but that spirit of fear grips you. And God wants to set you free from that because you cannot be the woman or the man that God has ordained for you to be, and you can't walk into your now until you deal with that spirit of fear, and God has help for you. Wow. Listen, if you missed any of Real Talk with Tanya White, you've got to listen to the archives. Visit DrRuthMLofton.com and visit BoldLioness.com. Denise Bold, she had a a word for a single mother. Next week, join us as Thelma Wells will be on talking about depression. Tis the season to a lot of people sink into depression because they think they have to because the holidays are coming up or they lost a loved one. But Thelma Wells is going to give us some insight as, as to what depression is, how we can get out of it, and not stay where uh, where so many people stay during this time. Listen, I love you guys. Uh, one thing Pastor Ruth said is that your very life depends on it. And so you got to fight through. If you're going through spiritual warfare, you've got to fight through. And if you've already come out victorious, you're here for a reason. You're still here for a reason, as Dorinda Clark Cole says in her song, I'm still here. And listen, we're going to close out with that because I can't listen to that and be composed. So <laughs> we're going to close out with I'm still Thank here. Thank you for having me, Tanya. Thank you, Nicole. We love having yeah. you here. Give Give them your information, too, because we want them to visit you. Absolutely, www.nicolebarnes.com. You can also find me on Facebook, and I'd love to hear from you. God bless you. God bless you. We're going to close out with I'm Still Here. I love you guys, and you have a very blessed and victorious week.